This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls out in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches Movie. This is episode number 137. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today we have Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing there, Kevin? Doing okay. And we're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. I hate Scott. Did you guys know that today is the 20th anniversary of Pulp Fiction? Ooh. <laughs> wow, that was a really extended ooh. I'm just getting sick and tired of anniversaries for movies. Like, let's just chill it. Well, let's I chill love it. it. Like, all the time, it's like, it's the 30th anniversary that such and such came out. Well, it's a big deal. It's a big deal for people that were really into those movies. It makes me feel old. You are. Whenever I see, they're like, oh, it's the 20th anniversary of Clerks. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm old. (laughs) Pulp Fiction is 20 fucking years old. I feel so old. I don't, honestly. I don't feel old. Don't feel old? You saying that. I don't know why. I probably should, but. Well, I I I was telling Ryan another thing that made me feel old i got an email a couple weeks ago from ebay saying happy 17th birthday from ebay i've been an ebay member for 17 years (laughs) that makes Uh, me feel old too that's good stuff right there what movie do we have you watch this week ryan sabotage sabotage this came out this year directed by (laughs) david Ayer. picked this in honor of fury coming out same director I have a synopsis here. Members of an elite DEA task force find themselves being taken down one by one after they rob a drug cartel safe house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like my emphasis there? I like, I like that very, very short pause. <laughs> just, uh, just enough to make it awkward. Yep. <laughs> this stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sam Worthington, Joe Manganiello, <laughs> the no. guy from the guy from True Blood, Josh Holloway, Terrence Howard, uh, Mariel Enos, who's from The Killing, and she was in World War Z also. Let's, uh, Ryan, what did you think of uh, Sabotage? Um, it was alright, I guess. It was a quack movie, but that's about it. It's a cool action movie. I actually well, watched this too, uh, and uh, I hated it. Oof! I, I want you two to duke <laughs> it out. The right plot filled with holes. Filled with holes? Can you the, name a couple? Even if I did, you and everyone else would have no idea what I'm talking about. Well, let's give it a shot. It's what we do every week. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about the movie first, Ryan, and then we'll get into it. Basically, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the head of a DA team, and they go undercover into a Mexican cartel, and they break into their safe room and take $10 million and blow the rest of it up. And when they steal the money, they put it down the sewer pipe so they can go get it later. And they go back to get it, and it's gone. And no one knows why. And 
it comes a little later to, I guess, present day. And you find out that Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife and son were taken by this Mexican cartel. And they should, they, have, they send him videotapes and pieces of their body. And... Hold up. <laughs> what, <laughs> what pieces are we talking about here? Of their money. I don't know. Of their what? Well, they, show, they showed... We, we know, at least know it was fingers because they showed them cutting off his wife's fingers. Okay. Because uh, you just kind of glossed over the parts of their body's part. Well, but this... What he's getting into here is not even... It almost has oh. nothing to do with the movie at all. Oh man, we're talking side plots. Pretty much. Oh man, that's a that's a hardcore side plot. And basically, they each team member dies one by one, and so it looks like it was people from the cartel that are picking each one of these people off. But it turns out that it was still the team members. And they're trying to make it look like the cartel is doing all the killing. And they kill people and it end. Terrence Howard and whatever the fuck that you know, scroll. <laughs> they're in a car chase towards the end. Against Arnold Schwarzenegger and another cop. And it kills both of them. And then it cuts even further into the future. Or into the present day. Or more present day. And he's down in Mexico. And it turns out that he stole the money. And he had it to bribe Mexican officials. They got the whereabouts of these people that killed his family. And he bribes one cop and finds all the cartel people and walks in the bar and kills them. And then waits for the cops to get there and the movie ends. (laughs) So... Let's uh, <laughs> let's rewind it a little bit. At the beginning, when it shows them stealing the money, first of all, how in the hell is that $10 million? They're tying little sacks of money to a rope and feeding it through a toilet hole. And yeah. how does that equal $10 million? Really? It looked like they maybe put a hundred grand down that pipe. Yeah. So that's that's the first thing. The second thing... Why does he put a bullet there in place of the money? Like that's uh, yeah, I never really got. Not that. only did he steal, not only did he steal from the team that the whole movie is all about family. They're all like, oh, we trust each other with our lives, and this is my family, and I'd do anything for them. And it's like, okay, why did you steal ten million dollars from them and then spit in their face by putting a bullet there? And then well, it's what it kind of sounds like. What Schwarzenegger's character? He doesn't seem like a good family man. I mean, well, he, his family the, got murdered. Well, this is one of the issues I ha- one of the many many issues I had with this movie 
they're all complete deplorable ass faces. Ooh. They're the worst Oof. people ever. They're yeah, they, they are. They're so unlikable. You hate every single one of these people. None of them are charismatic. You just want to punch them in the face because the whole time you're supposed to believe that these are DEA agents and you never for a second believe that these people are like the expendables only if the expendables were just a bunch of assholes that you hated <laughs> and that were hopped up on drugs the entire time that that honestly that sounds kind of interesting because legitimately the <laughs> Mariel Enos character is on drugs almost the entire movie she acts like she's on crack the whole time really yeah and who who does she play she's she, the, she's the she... one girl in the group okay so she's an actual agent yeah she's an agent okay okay all right yeah so once these people start getting picked off one by one the way in which they get murdered is the most gruesome horrific way possible so by the end you find out that it's two members of their team that are doing this that are that are killing them and it's like why are they not just shooting them why are they divide (laughs) they're devising the most elaborate ways to slaughter these people it does it seems like okay they're dea agents don't you think they would know how to make this look like an accident like well they're very easily they're they're trying to make it look like the cartel yes they're trying to make it look like the cartel like it's cartel killings but i don't think that they would need to go to those lengths like i mean the one guy they literally nailed him to a ceiling and split him open so that all his guts fell out on the ground. Mm. And the other guy, they got, they parked his Winnebago on train tracks, and he got hit by a train what? and exploded. What the fuck? The, the other thing about this movie is the unbelievably over-the-top violence and gore. I mean, this and is like... And the amount of swearing. Oh, yeah. And they say fuck literally every other word in this movie. Not wow. literally. They say it a lot, though. Wow. The uh, the gore is horror movie level gore. I mean, it is oh so... Oh my goodness. It's so ridiculous in this movie. It's like, it's unbelievable, the, the level of violence. Uh, Would you not agree, Ryan? They kill that it's... a guy and put him in a refrigerator. Oh, yeah. Now that... all the blood stacks up in the refrigerator. Yeah, it's an entire fridge full of blood. So when they open it, it's like a, a river of blood pours out all over the floor. I mean, w- would you not agree, Ryan, that the violence seemed yeah. a, little, a little out of place? <laughs> yeah. Because it was intense. And I'm not, I'm not one that gets hung up over violence. I, I like violent movies, but it felt weird in this context. This, this I got to say, going into this, because I know little about Sabotage, this is not at all what I was expecting. It's not anything from, from what you're telling me. It's not anything I, like what I, I expected. I thought this was just like a stupid throwback fun action movie. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that though. No. Get in it's... the sense that this is not this is not lighthearted fun. No, it is grisly. <laughs> it is a grisly, just awful movie. Wow. And the dialogue is really bad also. <laughs> just yeah. really, really bad. Wow. And Sam Worthington has this goatee that has one of those 
I don't know what they are, but it's like when you take French brain. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you <laughs> when you grow your goatee really long and uh, then and then like tie it off in sections. Or you bunch it up, <laughs> so it's like a it's rat like tail, it's like a rat tail coming out of your chin. Oh my god, nice. Mm. He was terrible. Everybody in this movie was not very good. This sounds awful. Yeah. Yep. How are how are these people DEA agents? And not only DEA agents, but agents for the special ops division. Yeah, and, and the, the elite whole, team. And the whole thing was they immediately, after they did this job where they stole the $10 million, the DEA suspected them of stealing it. So the whole time, the whole movie, they're under a microscope because they think that they stole the money. And yet they still... Six months after that, they just... One day the FBI decided, nope, they're yeah. good. They're, they were just like, oh, they dropped the case, and then they go back to work the next day. <laughs> and I love, this is, we're going to get into spoilers. I mean, we already spoiled the majority of this movie. So if if you have any inclin, inclination to see Sabotage, just be forewarned. But at the end, when Arnold asks Mary Linos, and he's like, why did you do it? <laughs> She's like, because you stole the money. And it's like, that's not a good reason. These people are supposed to be your family. You trust them. Why did you just murder every single one of them for no, f- just because you think that maybe one of them stole the money? Wow. The- Apparently, they, they, I think they are. The first, like, ten minutes of the movie shows that they are gonna their job. But then after that, it's all downhill. Well, that yeah, that's the thing. They're they all... just sort of throw it out the window that they're professionals. Yeah, they there's like a train after they get back into the when they're allowed to start working again. They go through this training thing, and it shows them being badasses. And the opening scene shows them being badasses too when they first take down the cartel. Yeah, but. So you know that they are badasses, but they're just so... Un- it doesn't feel like they should be. It feels like they should be sloppy, and they should be just hating each other and not working as DEA agents. There's no way. I- I'd be curious to, to see, to hear the thoughts of an actual DEA agent that has seen this movie. Because they would probably be offended. They'd be like, no, sorry. That's not how it works. Wow. Which is, is the it? other which is the other issue I have because this is directed by David Ayer, the guy who did End of Watch, and with End of Watch, he made that movie feel very authentic and real. The terminology, the way that the camera moved, it felt like you were in it. It was very much a docudrama style, and it he sort of tried to do that with this one too, where he tried to make it feel very realistic, and it just it didn't work because Everything else that was going on was so ridiculous and unbelievable. Every now and then, some of the camera angles were pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there were some really stylish things that he did. He switched to like a first-person view sometimes, where the camera would go to like the on the gun itself and stuff like that. So it was very stylish at times, and some of that looked cool, but. Ugh. I will say that that opening action sequence was pretty cool, too. Except for the constant, never-ending banter between the team. Where 
they're literally going through this building, murdering everyone they see. But the whole time they're joking about it. Like when they, there's a part where they're going down a hallway and they find a, a spider hole up in the ceiling and they shoot somebody up there with a shotgun and the person's guts and blood just spill out through the hole. And the one guy goes, meat shower. Oh my goodness. So, and this is definitely a spoiler, but it sounds like an excuse just to kill everyone in the movie. Like they set it up and then they're like, all right, now we have an excuse to just murder everyone. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. They also said that they used the term drop ass twice in the first 15 minutes of the movie where Marielinos goes, who dropped ass? What? Referring to someone farting. That's I've where we're ne- at. Ne- <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that never, expression used. I never did either. And then the, the scene that makes them, we realize they're complete assholes. Is where they're on a strip club. Oh yeah. Oh, of and course. There's, there's a strip just club. there's just dicks to everyone. Yeah, they're terrible. It's like uh, they're like gang members in an '80s movie, like in RoboCop or one of those. You know what I'm talking about? Where in pretty much every '80s movie that takes just, place in a city, there's always those marauding gangs where yeah, they're, and they're just, just they're just harassing people. They're just insane. Dicks. That's what these people are like. There's hmm. a scene where the... I don't know if she's an FBI agent or if she's a homicide detective or, or what she is. But she comes to Arnold's house to interview him and the other agents. And they're having a cookout. And she she comes out to talk to him. And they and they and the way that they act towards her is just unbelievable. They try to force her to drink and then they're saying all these horrible things to her and they find out she's a cop and they continue saying horrible yeah they think she's a stripper at first i just i couldn't believe it i was like how did they get away with me making this movie it's just what about it what about it is good hmm okay and you think because at first i was like okay arnold's not too bad in this as far as his uh newer stuff coming back to acting he wasn't horrible he wasn't good but i actually didn't mind him as a character until they pull the the twist at the end where you find out that he was the one that stole the money and fucked everybody over (laughs) (laughs) and the fact that he obsessively watches the video of his wife being yeah, tortured and yeah. killed. He did it like three or Hold up. He's just he's just checking that shit out. Yeah. On a regular basis. Oh yeah. yeah. It's it's like nightly viewing for him. He sits down in his lounge chair with a cigar and a nice little glass of scotch and watches his wife <laughs> being tortured and murdered. Okay, so you said that that was like a, <clears throat> a small side plot. Well, right? it's his whole family and stuff. Did he even like try and help out his family, or well, is they... he was just like too enamored with the show, the videos that he's getting? He's like, oh shit, I'm gonna see where this goes. They don't really, they unless don't I miss something, they don't really get into what happened there. What well, sounds if he's popping down to smoke a cigar and drink some scotch, sounds like he got, he just got hooked on the show. I think they they're pissed at him, the cartel. 
And they want to get back at him. Yeah. I guess family. Yeah, I I knew why it happened, but I don't know what happened that he wasn't able to save them. Because they said, so they kidnap his family and they say, we'll let your family live if you come turn yourself in. But he, I guess, didn't. So they killed his family. They were never really clear on that if he actually tried to save them or what. Hmm. Okay. But the funny thing at the end, when he bribes the Mexican police to reveal the identity of this person or the whereabouts of this person, he gives them all of the money. Yeah. But that <laughs> he, seems. That he seems gives, he gives them everything. Hmm. This just sounds awful. Is Arnold is getting up there in years? How old is Arnold? He looked pretty. I hated his hair in this movie. You hated his like hair in this movie. F gray and F brown. Like the bottom is gray, the top is brown. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's just how his hair is graying, uh, I guess. I should have known. It's written by the guy that wrote Swordfish. Oof. Yeah, well, Oof. Swordfish was better than this. Which is, man. That is not saying much at all. What did, what did you think, Ryan? Was this better than Swordfish? Uh, I don't remember Swordfish. <laughs> no one does. Um, uh, I, wasn't it about like... He was like a hacker. Hugh Jackman was yeah. a, a hacker or something. <laughs> I have a feeling if I watch Swordfish now, it would just be laughable. Oh, it's... No, it is. You know it is. Secretive renegade counter-terrorist co-ops the world's greatest hacker. He's trying to stay clean. Just trying to fucking stay clean. To steal billions in the U.S. government dirty money. Well, I'll tell you, no one in this movie was trying to stay clean. In fact, it seemed like everyone was trying to be as dirty as they possibly could be in this movie. So this garnered a commanding 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, you, it's like you, I almost want people to see this movie just to witness how fucking weird it is. The, just because it's all over the place. You don't know what the hell's going on in this movie. The <laughs> editing is terrible. Just everything about it. You're just like, what? What is happening? I, it took me more than three quarters of the movie to understand what was happening. Like, just, uh, <laughs> it was just so sloppily thrown together and you never really know what you're supposed to feel because they're throwing this really bad comedic dialogue at you that's not funny at all and seems like it's kind of in poor taste but then they're also putting on top of it this grisly violence but it's also supposed to be this kind of mystery murder mystery almost because they're trying to figure out who the killer is <laughs> and then when you do find out that car chase that ryan mentioned is utterly ridiculous and is way too long this is oh my goodness i there's a part of me that wants to watch it but oh, I, just, I don't i don't think i can do it maybe watch like the first if you watch like the first 20 minutes or 30 minutes of it you'll get the gist of what's going on and then you'll just be like, okay, I get, I get, I get what they were talking about now. I get what's going on here. The last bars are pretty cool. The band, towards the band. 
Yeah, if you're just looking for straight-up action, it's fine. Like I said, I enjoyed that opening scene when they busted into that the cartel and messed them up. It had potential to be a really cool movie, actually. I imagine if End of Watch was just not found footage and DEA instead of uh, police and uh, set with a group of people instead of just two, it would have been pretty cool. Hmm. I like the idea, too, where you think that it's the cartel that's picking off these agents one by one and they have to figure out who who it is before they all get killed. I think that's pretty cool, but yeah, I like that. Yeah. The the execution of it was just so terrible. So, let's talk <laughs> let's talk about director David Ayer. So, in addition to Sabotage, he did do the aforementioned End of Watch, which I liked. Uh, I I liked that okay. Ryan oh, did yeah. you liked End of Watch? Yeah. I think it had a lot going for it. I see in comparison I actually liked the characters of End of Watch quite a bit. Michael Pena and Jake Gyllenhaal, I liked them in End of Watch. The only thing that really brought that movie down for me was the found footage style. I didn't think that that was necessary, but it did make for some really cool camera work. So I do recommend End of Watch. He also directed Street Kings and Harsh Times. Now, I didn't see Harsh Times. I did see Street Kings, which I hated. I remember seeing Street Kings and being interested because it's based off of a James Elroy novel. And I'm a big fan of James Elroy. Hmm. But Street Kings, not good. Not good at all. None of these sound good. Did you see Street Kings, Ryan? Nope. Nope. For some reason, I thought that you saw that with me in Florida, in Tallahassee, when you were down here. Well, if we did, that It was one. the one with Keanu Reeves and Forrest Whitaker. Uh, no. I remember almost nothing about it, except there was a... I remember there was some sort of action scene involving a fridge, where somebody pushed a fridge or something. Uh. Harsh Times, I heard, was pretty bad. That's the one with Christian Bale. That one... I remember when that one came out, it just crept up out of nowhere i'd never heard of it before or anything i think it might have been straight to dvd or something none none of these sound good none of them sound up my alley he is however the writer of one of your favorite movies ryan swat oh ryan i do i enjoy me and also he's also the screenwriter of the fast and the furious (laughs) Just I love Ryan's reactions to one of his favorite movies. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I should, I enjoy me some SWAT. Yep, there you go. I remember when that came out, you were all about SWAT. <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, SWAT. All right. Jeez. Any final thoughts on... I, I feel like I, I kind of took over the show... There. You did. I, I apologize. You fucking, you I apologize. Oh, it, I saw. I saw this a few days ago. So I've been man. holding it in. I've I've been steaming. I've just been steaming over this movie for the last few days. So I had Ryan. to just get it out there. Ryan, how do how do you feel about that? How do you feel about Adam just hijacking your show? I kind of want to do it more. I want you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's less work for him. 
You help me out because I can't. There's no way I can remember everything he said. Well, what were what were some of the other highlights? Because I think it because it seemed like you were okay on this movie. Well, other other than the action scenes, action, that was it. So it was just the action that yeah. did it for you. Just the the, the meat showers. The meat showers. <laughs> People dropping ass. What? Everything else was pretty awful. The, There's a, the dialogue. Ugh. Was There's a couple <laughs> things that I will say about this movie. Oh. Positive things. Okay. First off, they go for the R rating and they don't hold back. And I appreciate that with action movies these days, especially big commercial action movies. It's rare that we see a movie that fully embraces the R rating. Mm -hmm. So I was happy to see that where if you shoot somebody from a foot away with a shotgun, bad things are going to happen to that person. And you see it in this movie. Mm. There you go. So that's one thing I will say. I mean, the, the violence a lot of times is over the top, but during the action scenes especially, it feel that feels like they earned earned that. As far as all the other stuff, nailing people to the wall, spilling their guts, slipping and falling in their guts and having guts be all over your face. <laughs> and the scene where they had to take the little flags and put them down in the ground yeah. where, um, where they found the guy's eyeball and <laughs> his intestines. <laughs> That that was maybe a little bit going overboard, but well, I really, I I really didn't like the people being douchebags. Yeah, I think that that's one of the biggest things that brings this movie down. I think if the characters were cool and likable, I think a lot more people would have been on board with this movie. I think if if I liked the characters, I think that I probably would have been like. This is a, a, a B movie. This could be a cult classic. But because the characters are just such pricks. And you don't really know anything about them. Other than two of them are married. And then she cheats on him with another one of the dudes. And then they kill him. <laughs> oh, my. It's unbelievable. <sighs> the lack of motivation, too. I just don't understand why they killed everybody like that it seemed so unnecessary (laughs) because they weren't even sure they weren't even sure who took the money all right right, Mm. Mm. let's go ahead and give you a drum roll what do you give sabotage two out of ten whoa whoa I feel like That's, maybe I'm, I, I'm I'm just getting really confused by you, Ryan. I feel like maybe, maybe I influenced that score a little bit, and I apologize. Probably because you, you hijacked the show and went shut. I know. Up. I went rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I like rogue age over here. That was it. I know, but it, you know, at the beginning of this, and pretty much the whole way through, it just it kind of seemed like you were all right with it. Well, you know, what? I just you know, the two at the end was just kind of kind of a surprise. That's just the gift I have, Kevin. It's it's my influence. My influence. I just my opinions on movies. It just it radiates through the microphone. It must. It must. If only I could sway you more. I'm a I'm a tougher nut to crack. I feel like I have. I feel like you I have. Yeah. No, you have done shit. 
I feel Stop like I've swayed that. you. Stop thinking that. That's a stupid thing to I'm think. I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen. I'm I have a feeling I swayed you. I'm going to delete all of them. <laughs> I'm not sure if you could do that, but <laughs> get rid of all the evidence. Uh, so, what are you thinking on Fury, Ryan? Uh, looks like Inglorious Bastards now. Inglorious Bastards. Well, mm. it reminds me because Brad Pitt's in it. and It's a <laughs> it's war movie. <laughs> about Nazis. So it's got three things going. Okay, I'll take that. Well, it, uh, I don't think it's going to be anywhere close to, <laughs> to no, Inglorious Bastards. No, I'm actually interested in checking this one out. I'm, I'm not, not. Gonna, I'm not ready to 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 hang it up on David Ayer yet. I'm not ready to throw in the towel on him. Fair enough. All right. Any final thoughts on sabotage or Fury? No. Nope. <laughs> is it just me, or does in the trailers for Fury does it seem like Brad Pitt is is acting kind of weird in that movie? Everyone seems to be acting kind of weird in that movie. I don't know, it's just me. From the two trailers that I've seen, it just looks it looks woeful. It's it seems odd. It seems I don't know if it's just the script or what, but I guess I'll have to actually see the movie to judge it. Alright, well I think that that will wrap it up. Send us your questions to podcastfilmpulse.net. And be sure to answer them on the show. Follow us on Twitter at FilmPulseNet, at FilmPulseKevin, and at my legs don't work. And be sure to rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For FilmPulse.net, my name is Adam. I'm Kevin. I'm And we'll see you on Monday. Later. Ah, <laughs> fantastic.